Welcome to Own the Microphone. Join me, Bridget McGowan, an award-winning international professional speaker and owner of the independent publishing company, BNAC Talks Press. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Own the Microphone. I am Bridget McGowan, and today I am joined by Estelle Kieber. Estelle, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Bridget. Now, Estelle, I understand that you have been a professional speaker for about three years now. What did you do prior to owning your microphone? So my journey in business didn't start until quite recently. I haven't been in business all my life. So prior to having my children, I was a care assistant. And then I took a little bit of time out to be at home with the boys. And shortly after having my youngest son, I became a single parent. So that kind of left me with very limited sorts of choices when it came to, you know, which direction I was going in with my career. So I became self-employed as a wedding photographer. This started me on um, my journey into business. And I realized that there was a lot more to being in business than, you know, just having a skill. And this then led me on to create the world's fastest growing network for women in the world. So we kind of, you know, recognized that there were lots of other women um, like me out there. And um, we created an incredible community. Um, and that then led me on to um, being able to share my story with people on, you know, a worldwide stage, which has been absolutely incredible um, but it wasn't something that I ever had planned it was something that kind of happened it evolved um, through what I was doing in my career um, that kind of then led me to sharing my story and inspiring others so it's um it's relatively new to me but um, I've absolutely loved the last three years and being able to share my story and you know hopefully encourage other people to you know like you say own the mic and you know, step into their space and enjoy what it is that they do because, you know, everybody has a story to tell. You've piqued our curiosity. What is the name of this community or this network that is the world's fastest growing network? Tell us. This, so the, I set up this company. This is no longer, I'm no longer working in this company. So I have a new company. This, this kind of led me, it was my love of social media that kind of made me realize the power that we have in social media. And so the fact that I'd been solely focusing on women for um, three years, I'd learned that, you know, there were a lot of other people struggling. It wasn't just women. And so this is when I've kind of, you know, been, you know, got to the point now where I have, I feel that I've been there for women specifically. And now my, and my aim is to help any business owner, you know, from startup to level up. I've been there. I've done it. Um, you know, my last company turned over more than a million pounds in its first two years with no investment whatsoever. This was just, you know, purely done using social media. And so that's now what I use my experience and my knowledge to educate and empower other people into 
using social media to grow their business because I genuinely believe that um, Instagram and social media is the perfect marketing tool for every single business owner. Social media, without a doubt, Estelle, is your jam. Talk to us very specifically about how did you go from posting and tweeting and snapping pictures to all of a sudden you find yourself making one of your first speeches three years ago or back in 2018 or so rather how how did how did that happen what are the steps so I had always been very open about my life on social media and I feel that that's one of the things that attracted my audience because um, at a time when everything was very glossy on social media, especially within, you know, the mums and women's space, there was a lot of pressure. And I didn't, you know, f- at that point, I didn't want people to to cave into that pressure, you know. So that was when I started using my platform to connect with people on a real level. And I think so many people now see through um, this glitter and rainbows I don't even know like without using some foul language um you know it's it's just fake and people don't want to see that they want to see the raw they want to see the real they want to see that they can relate to you and I think that that is what has created the hype that it did around me because I was very very real I was a mum I was running a business Um, I'd been through struggles with domestic violence and mental health and I openly shared all of this and I never realized at the time what I was doing in sharing I just felt that I needed to share it so that other people would understand my journey and that was what then led me to being able to speak on stages it was never something that I had planned I, I was approached by a company that said I've heard about you know, your incredible journey from Food Bank to Forbes. And we want to have you on our stage and share your story. And it's really nice because I get to share my journey and my story, but I also get to educate people on how they can use social media as well. So, you know, it's not just about inspiring people. It's about educating them so that they can go forward and make these changes themselves. So I feel that I'm really, really lucky in in the way that I fell into it. But now it's something that I'm really, really passionate about and looking forward to doing more of. It sounds like it's incredibly important for people to show up in the different spaces and show their expertise and show what they... I hate using the word passion, what they're passionate about or what they have a passion for, but just spending time talking to others and sharing with others about that, which is their jam, that which is just part of their world where if money was no object, this is what they would want to talk about. This is what they would want to be a part of. And so it's important that you're just constantly showing up, whether it's on social media, whether it's on calls, whether it's on webinars, whether it's in person, where you're showing up and you're putting on display for others what you absolutely love, and also sharing part of your personal journey in what you love. Does it ever get, I don't want to say tiresome, 
But in sharing your personal journey, does the audience ever seem to get tired of it? Maybe that's the better question. Does, does your message always seem to resonate or no? I, I can say there's probably only been one time in probably I've spoken on probably upwards of 30 stages. And I can honestly tell you there was only one time that I felt I didn't connect with the audience and this is why it's really important not to you know jump at every speaking opportunity you get because some things are not going to fit with you and you know if they don't fit well with you what's the point you know you need to be gaining something whether this is experience whether it's you know the opportunity to connect with a new audience you need to have something there that you know is is worth doing it for so don't ever be afraid to say no to a speaking gig because there's been times I remember when I first started and I was traveling all over the place, speaking for free, um, which is fine. You know, if you're first starting out, you need the experience. Um, you do have to go and, you know, offer your services for free or, you know, do a skill swap and things like that just to get your name out there. But do bear in mind, you know, at one point I was traveling from one side of the UK to the other, um, doing all of these spe uh, free speaking gigs and then realizing, you know, actually I'm getting the, this audience that I'm in front of are not my people. So really, who's benefiting? You know, I'm not benefiting. They're not benefiting. We're kind of all wasting each other's time. So before you jump into a speaking engagement make sure that you are fully aligned with what what the you know the event is about and what the audience want from you I remember as a child one of the we'll say mantras that I heard was and I still hear it to this day all money ain't good money, right? All money is is not for you. Every opportunity is not for you for a variety of reasons. So every audience or every microphone is not always for you. Estelle is uh, one of the UK's leading Instagram experts and founder of Immortal Monkey. Estelle Kieber has helped hundreds of thousands of business owners understand how to create a successful and profitable business on social media using the same strategies she did, which led her to founding the fastest growing network for women in the world with no investment at all. Estelle has inspired hundreds of thousands of business owners around the globe with her passion, her tenacity, and her kindness. Estelle's easy to understand interactive training never fails to impress whether you are an insta novice or a bit of a pro. You are guaranteed to lead with skills and confidence that will take your business to the next level on Instagram. Alongside being a Forbes featured entrepreneur, Estelle has also helped more than 130 women become Amazon number one best selling authors. So Estelle is definitely someone who is at the top of her game. She is crushing it. And because you are at the top of your game and you're crushing it when it comes to helping businesses and leveraging social media to gain success, I have to ask you, what do you do to stay on top of your speaking game? Because I know your first presentation doesn't look a thing like your 30th presentation. 
what do you do to make sure that speaking skill stays sharp? I, the, the one thing that I used to absolutely hate is watching myself back or hearing myself back. That is something I used to cringe. I hate it. But what I realized was that rather than, you know, really looking into it and criticizing, you know, I learned to look at it and think, well, you know, how can I improve this? And being quite self-critical, I'm a bit of a perfectionist, I'm a Virgo. So I kind of, you know, really want to work and make every single presentation better than the next one. So I will critique myself, but then I will also have members of my team watch through my presentation and tell me anything that they can see that I can improve. And I'm also a part of some really amazing communities online where you know people share their own tips and and I love to learn from other people that is one of the best things about social media the access to other people that know more than you do you know always find the cleverest person in the room you know and go and ask them something because you just have so much to learn from other people um you just need to keep your eyes open for the opportunities of where these people are how did you get past the level of discomfort, the high level of discomfort that you may have had when it came to listening to recordings of yourself or watching recordings of yourself, because I feel the same way watching myself or listening to myself. It makes me cringe. How did you get past that? And I'm asking this question as much for the listeners as I'm asking for myself. I think think it's just the more you do it, the easier it gets. It's still quite cringy for me. You know, I still really don't like hearing myself, but I'm getting there. I'm, I'm, you know, it's easier for me to listen to now than it was a year ago. So in a year's time, I'm sure it's going to be even easier than it is right now. So it's like anything, I guess, the more you do it, the more comfortable you become with doing it. So that's probably, it sounds like the simplest thing, but it's probably the most effective as well. But it's true. We we apply yeah. that to everything. Public speaking, right? We tell people the more you do it, the more confident you become, the easier it feels. You're learning to drive. The more you do it, the easier it becomes. Exercising. I don't know if it becomes easier, but... <laughs> It's all about that repetition and getting in the practice. Let us know, Estelle, let us know what are some topics on which you speak and what is it that you do in your presentations, no matter the topic, that has the audience just saying, yes, this was time well spent. So what are the topics you speak on? Okay, so the topics that I speak on are usually centered around domestic violence and being a survivor of that, Um, mental health. I'm a huge advocate for mental health and Instagram and social media. So I would say those are my three sort of go-to subjects that I speak most on. And the one thing that I, I do tend to try and do within all of my presentations is to actually get the audience interacting. And this works perfectly with Instagram because I will get them to do something on Instagram along with me there and then. So it's literally, you know, it's going to take 10 minutes of the presentation time up. It makes people, you know, wake up because I, you know, you've got to be an 
an incredible speaker to hold the attention of every single person in that room for the entire time. So, you know, you are going to lose people halfway through. You are going to have people that are going to resonate a lot more with it than some other people will. And so by doing something interactive, you know, towards the end, it kind of brings the vibe back up, gets people excited, um, you know, and that's how I tend to always flow through my presentations you know I talk about my past and how I got to the point that I was in within my business career then I talk about my business and you know all of the things that I've done and then by getting them involved they feel like they're not just leaving with you know inspiration but they've actually learned something you know something tangible something they've actually physically done something so they leave feeling like they've they've achieved something, not only, you know, felt inspired. So that's probably one of my my go to tips there that I always make make sure I've got something interactive, which always works really well because I, I talk about Instagram. So um, it's kind of easy, I guess. But I'm sure that whatever subject you talk about, you could definitely incorporate something interactive into your presentation because it just captures people's imagination and you know really brings them in so they feel that they are a part of the presentation that's so smart of you to have that as a hallmark in your presentations that interaction it's not a sit and get experience or a chalk and talk experience i think about back in the day when we were in college or when we were in school and you had those teachers that just talked and wrote with the chalk yes. right so you definitely have that vehicle of Instagram that positions you nicely to bring interaction into your presentations. But I'm here to tell listeners, I know you're thinking, well, I'm not an Instagram expert. What do I do? Listen, every single one of your presentations, I want you to I want you to think about the, the word VARK or the acronym VARK, V-A-R-K. And here's what it stands for. V stands for visual, A stands for auditory, R stands for read, write, and then K stands for kinesthetic. So with visual, I always want you to think about you are going to have somebody in that audience who is a visual learner. That is going to be somebody who needs something that is written or they need to write down something. So always have your audience write down something and then that creates the interaction. Also think about auditory. That means you're going to have people in the audience who learn best and take in information best by just listening to you, but then also listening to others. So if possible, integrate an opportunity for people to talk to each other. Then when you think about read, write, the R, have something for them to read, have something on your screen, provide them with follow-up content, send them to a blog post, have a list of articles or books, provide them with something to read. And then finally, K stands for kinesthetic. That's movement. Now in the virtual world, it's a little bit of a challenge, but, but don't shy away from the idea of having your audience stand and stretch. Tell them to stand up and lean back and holler, oh yeah, or what have you. Just get a little 
have a little fun with it. Have them do a dance break. Tell them for 30 seconds, we're going to listen to my favorite song. We're going to do a little bit of a dance break just to shake up things and break the monotony. So think of VARK, V-A-R-K. Have them write something, have them talk, have them read something, have them move. That is what I want you to think about when it comes to the interactivity And no matter your topic, no matter your zone of genius or your area of expertise, you can bring in the interaction. You can, trust me. Estelle, we have just a few minutes remaining. What is one last suggestion or recommendation you would give to the audience to make sure that they always have that power, they harness their confidence and get up there and just own the stage? Okay, wow, that's a big question. Um, I would say, um, first of all, know and believe in the power of your story and the fact that somebody needs to hear that. You know, you may be in a room with 200 people and if one person takes something away, you've, you've done something good, you know. That is your win for the day. And you are going to be surprised by, you know, the people that are touched by what you say and are moved by what you say. And you don't always realize at the time, and this comes later, you know, you will happen to bump into someone on social media or, you know, at another event and they will say, oh my goodness, you know, I heard you speak um, on this stage and it just resonated with me. That is, that's why we do what we do. Because that sense of pride and achievement in knowing that you've pushed through your fears and, you know, your boundaries to get to that point. I know it's scary and I know that, you know, it can make you incredibly anxious. But I think what you need to remember is you are, you know, you're serving, you are providing something for someone else. And, you know, we always feel that kind of pressure when we know we've got to turn up for someone else we can kind of you know procrastinate and put things off ourselves but when we know it's for someone else we feel that pressure and so I would say anytime you're you know feeling anxious or worried before you speak then you know remember just talk to one person because there is someone there that's going to be listening to you that really needs to hear what you say so hold that inside whilst you're doing your presentation, know that, you know, just talk to that one person, you know, forget everyone else is there and just talk to that one person because, um, you know, it, you, you're going to make such a difference and you don't even know yet. I could not ag- agree with you more, Estelle, about talking to that one person and feeling like you have accomplished something, even if you impact only one person, you will never make 100% of the audience 100% happy 100% of the time. Trust and believe that one. It's just a guarantee. And so your goal is to go out there and say, if I can touch one person, if I can make a difference with one person, if I can move one person to change and move into spaces and places they never believed they could go before, you've rocked it out. Estelle Kieber, thank you so much. You are more than welcome. Thank you so much for having me. It's been amazing. Fantastic. I love hearing that. 
And I trust that the audience loved hearing from you, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is Bridget McGowan. And make sure until next time, you always own the microphone. Thank you.